Okay, this is take one. Can you say Devolt presents? Take three. Kind of wants to play around with this one. From the home studios, Devolt presents. Devolt. 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 Devolt presents. Devolt presents. Devolt presents. Devolt presents. Okay. Back again in the game. Yeah, back like we never left. Like I said, like y'all want to know the game, but you don't. (laughs) You don't. You don't know what it is to be independent out here. You don't know what it is. Honestly, you don't know this struggle. This thing actually, like, it has given me a new respect for guys that make music independently and film and just do anything creative independently because it's a lot of child. This thing is hard. It's a lot of work and endurance, and it's just it's just a lot. It's like I wouldn't lie. I feel like all those influencers that say, "Yeah, influencing is hard work." No, it's actually hard work. Like when you think about it, like today, like as I was doing my yoga, I was imagining myself as all those like vloggers that Mm -hmm. you know, like they're going to vlog themselves doing the yoga, and I was just like, first I'm going to have to stand up. And then I have to like also look like aesthetically pleasing because then like it's not everybody yeah. that looks good when they're working out. So it's just yeah, yeah, it's a lot. And, and like I, if you I, don't do it well, guys, be like yeah, your form is bad. Like yeah, you do it that way. Like exposing yourself on the internet like that is actually a big thing. Like it's not easy because niggas are haters. Because that's like, not me. Because every day somebody's yes. going to come and comment about your body, your appearance, everything. What's in the back of your room? Why is nobody? Somebody now coming comments. Why is nobody talking about the way her bed is arranged? <laughs> <laughs> like nobody's supposed to give a fuck about that. Nobody's supposed to give a fuck about some that. Some know it's all, but it's for some reason, come. some know it's all that is miserable about their own life is going to look for something to criticize in your own. Because guess what? It's just like they they're just projecting. For real, though, is there a high musical poster in the background? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What happened? <laughs> what happened? Like, anytime I have like serious meetings, the way I move my. <laughs> I need to replace <gasps> it. And I haven't spent enough time in this room to care, but now that I'm actually living, living here, like. I always look at it and it haunts me, but I also don't want to remove it because the space is annoying. But I might remove it. But then I just want to get something to replace it first. I've had it. I don't know why you're laughing. Yeah, I've had it. It's been with me through the tough times, through the good times. Like, yeah, like this, this, it's seen my growth from primary school till now. So, mm. wow, Zach Efron, Vanessa Hodges. And Kobe and Blue watched you cry. Yeah, they did. They did. Fuck off. These are big to the order of the day. Sorry, let me sit well. To the order of the day. Yeah, we're going to introduce ourselves and just tell these people what we're here for and why we're doing what we're doing. So, yeah, would you like to start or should I start? Um, You start. Inspire me. Okay. Wow. So my name is Toby. <laughs> my name is Toby. And I am, I wouldn't call myself a writer because I've not really written anything in a long time. 
But you know what? An artist never dies. An artist is always an artist. So mm. I am a writer. Mm. And um, yeah, I basically have this mag yeah, that we've had for a little while. She's an editor-in-chief, guys. Don't play with her. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Do you know how, like, when, like, my parents say to people, I'm always like, please, can you guys not? Can you guys not tell people about this? <laughs> Why am I choosing the mag like my love child? But yeah, like I was saying, whenever my parents tell people about the mag, I always feel, like, embarrassed. Like, don't tell guys. As if it's my love child. But yeah, um, it's the chief of Devon Mag, and now we have Devon Presents. Yeah. So yeah, that's basically me. I like music, film, and I like to observe. Some people might say, like, I like, is it Tatafo? Like, many other people's business. But one thing I'm going to do, if I see something I'm going to talk about is, and I'm going to talk about it with Muna. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no yeah. There's no way. If I see something on the TL, I'm going to ask Muna, do you see this shit? And most definitely, Muna has seen it. So, Muna, tell us who you are and tell us about yourself. <laughs> Hi. Um... Why are you shy? <laughs> I'm shy. Encourage um... <laughs> I'm Muna. I think that the thing about introducing yourself is that you have to like hype yourself up and like see the mm-hmm. things that you do and i mean that state of undergraduate after undergraduate studies and existential mess yeah so it's like how do i define myself because when i say i'm a freelancer sometimes i feel like freelancer is code for unemployed <laughs> but i'm not i promise i have things like it's not like i get work every time but then when i get work i get work mm, period but then yeah like i i'm interested in music fashion film arts and then yeah i'm just trying to create and collaborate based on my interests mm-hmm. so right now i do freelance um video editing and graphic design but i'm also i also work on personal projects and just like all around like trying to use my creativity to good use i don't think i have yeah. like a particular discipline that i've found my footing in but then, yeah, that's just me. I I love music. I love I love I love culture. Like I love pop culture, <laughs> but then like not in the sense of like I'm um, on gossip mags or like fucking yeah. what's Insta blog girl. Anybody there? Not not even Insta blog. Like the shade room. Like exactly Insta blog. The shade room. Head notes. Like whatever iteration of those blogs. Like I don't even follow them on Instagram, but I just like. I like the culture that surrounds the entertainment industry and just yeah. like having conversations about it because I feel like it's it whether we like it or not it reflects a lot of like what we're consuming how we're talking yeah like it reflects a lot it's like people say it's just this but it's not just that it like, permits every spell like if you, exactly if you think of these like if you actually internalize it and you think like how have these things like influence me you'd be like oh yeah like fuck like i picked up this from listening to this kind of music i dress like this because i listen to this kind of music i talk like this because i listen to this kind of music i think like this because i like this kind of media yeah so yeah that's just it yeah yeah that's just it so this podcast is basically about um yeah nigerian pop culture nigerian music my double into fashion or whatever however the wind blows but the crux yeah. of it and like the 
main like the foundation is just like the nigerian entertainment and media space so we'll just give like our commentary stuff that we like stuff that we definitely don't like and we'll also be um analyzing artists and you know just looking at their journeys through the um through the nigerian entertainment space whatever um, aspects of it they're involved in and also looking at how some of these artists have impacted what we listen to today and their influence mm-hmm. on the Nigerian entertainment space as we have it today. So yeah, it's just really an all and what influences person. the artists as well. Yeah, what influences the artists as well. So we'll look at that and just see how these artists grow and also look at the media scape. <laughs> scape. <laughs> media scape in Nigeria. So yeah. Um so now we're going to talk about our influences and our references. Just for some context, we recorded this episode. Oh, like... sorry, but to add about the podcast and mm-hmm. what it's about, I feel like we started it because of like the gap we saw. Like yeah, I think um... I wouldn't say there's a gap in there's a necessarily wide gap in like how um the media is covering the Nigerian um entertainment industry. But I think what's lacking is perspective and a perspective that feels like personal or personal, like for us now. Mm-hmm we're like gen z so we're coming with our perspective of what's going on yeah. um in the same industry nigerian media whatever and then we're also you know talking about what we grew up on and what's what we what like what, what we've just been observing from our own perspective and i think mm-hmm. that's what's missing like a strong perspective and something something that also feels relatable i think yeah yeah, yeah. we did it ourselves yeah. Yeah. So, um, like I was saying before, um, just for some context, we recorded this episode like four times already. So, um, yeah, we're just going to jump into what what we both know is next, which is our references and our influence. We're women in STEM, and women we're STEM. finding our footing in the podcast industry. So, yeah. thank you. <laughs> you're welcome, guys. Enjoy, enjoy this. You you may not have asked for this, but guess what? You're going to get it. <laughs> so, you're going to get it. This is um, yet another podcast. You're welcome. Yet another podcast. You're welcome. Um, so yeah, Muna, would you tell us about your references, your influences, and just stuff that informs how you consume media now? Okay, so my references, I think I'll start from when I was younger, I guess do it in like a chronological order. Mm-hmm. But then when I was younger, I grew up on like downloading music straight from the internet like younger when i mean like younger i mean like primary school long primary five primary long before she knew what was right and wrong guys please don't come and look for muna yeah like everybody was pirating music like (laughs) i don't care come on what do you call it come on and arrest me or whatever but yeah i was downloading music um i was listening to what was on the radio and that was what was informing the music i downloaded and i was you know buying cds in traffic but then like my mom or my driver or um who else would buy cds my dad so yeah like i was just listening to whatever they bought because i didn't have any money i was six i mean no not six that's too young so what the cds that were in the car and from what i remember it was like whiskey superstar album Mm -hmm. asha's beautiful imperfections and some fella album and i think my dad liked country music so i was listening (laughs) to that it was it was a very interesting blend and also classic fm yo that really informed my music palette because i remember 
always loving like 80s synth funk kind of like music like mm-hmm. just loving what i was hearing whatever cool and the gang song was on or i just i just liked disco 70s disco and um 80s synth funk and i can't really remember all the artists that i was listening to but then like yeah. if a song plays i'm going to know it because if we weren't listening to a gospel album or like a choir's album i think the brooklyn tabernacle something Ooh. like that what my mom, mom mm. play like different things that oh she's playing like evil gospel music so if we're not listening to that we're listening to classic fm then on my way to school that's how i would like hear like more current secular music because we're listening to cool fm we're listening to rhythm fm we're listening to the place playing the place is playing all the hot jams so then that's yeah. why i hear like the nigerian music that is raining and the um and the um western music that was raining and i think growing up i remember hearing a lot more western music when mm-hmm. i was going to school and i don't know whether it was a thing because i used to leave really early from school because i lived a bit farther from where my school was so we'd leave by like six so i think like nobody was in the studio so they just have like loops of like whatever western pop songs are you know raining and that was what we'd be playing in the morning that i guess like when like the seven a.m show would come up um that's when i now start hearing nigerian music but then i think what i was able to take from what i was able to take from um from all this was my love of hip-hop so like my foundation is hip-hop so i came i came across this group called ymcmv i'm sure you guys know what that is but yeah like <laughs> you guys like Nicki minaj Drake Ooh. and Lil Wayne, they like birthed my entire personality when I was younger and like I wish there was somebody around me to be like yeah I don't think these are the people that should be <laughs> your role models but then I loved it I also loved Eminem I was introduced to Eminem like through his um, one of his um one of his collaborations with Lil Wayne I can't remember I remember a kid crying in the toilets in the music video but then yeah. yeah youtube was also a big part of my cover i discovered youtube in like 2012 and then i always love watching music videos like my music history is very um expansive because i've always had like an exploratory like vibe like i always want to like know more i never mm-hmm. stop at like the same five songs that are on my rotation if i hear somebody collaborating with an artist i like i'm just like oh like i want to hear more from that other artist and i've listened to like an album and i think like listening to CDs in my car, like back and forth, also gave me that album listening to through and through culture. And I just appreciated music as like an art form from a young age. I didn't even know that I did, but I did. And it's always, music is always going to be like a filler for me. Like if I'm ever feeling anyhow, it's just always going to be in the background. And mm-hmm. yeah, music is my main influence. That's what informs me. And then I guess later I started getting into films, yada, yada, yada. But I guess like through... Through like the course of everything, I guess more of my influences will show. But right now, I love house music. Um, let me specify. I like Afro house. Everybody's on Ama Piano now, but I promise I've been on it before then, before this wave, and I loved it then. And then um, um what else? What else? What else? What else am I into now? Bali funk. And yeah. For me, I think I listen to um a lot of Nigerian music I think okay because when um I was younger I used to live in Worry and we didn't have this is sad we didn't have like a radio station guys like yeah we just had like the Delta broadcasting why are you laughing it's not funny 
they had like the Delta State Broadcasting Commission or something. So nobody was listening Love to that. that. So we, we relied a lot on CDs. So like we we're always listening to full-on albums, like wherever we stopped in the morning, when we come back from school, we'll probably pick up from there. So we're listening to um the um I think the um Reading Christian Church of God released an album. Released an album, High Praise or something. Mm. And yeah, the um Reading Parents are obviously eating that up. And imagine my mom not eating that up. So listening to that all the time. So those songs are still etched in my memory. Um my dad used to bring more of the secular vibe. So um when they call the band um whiskey was from him i heard the superstar album um yeah and the whole of like mohit was definitely my dad that put us or put me on style plus and someone should actually like what am i saying someone we should actually talk about nigerian boy bands because like what happened to style plus and why hasn't anybody repeated that i remember watching videos like it's crazy mm-hmm. Like, what like I remember watching Star Wars videos in primary school. Like, exactly. They were, they were on Nigerian One Direction. They were even before One Direction. So they were like an They're OG like, boy band. Like, don't even compare them to One Direction. Like, we were, One we had our own thing going on. That, on that level. Like, and they, I guess they used to sell. Like, when I was younger, they were everywhere. So I guess. He Square was saying. a boy band now. Yeah, but like, or you know, duo. like, it's one thing to yeah. have a duo, but like, three niggas. Yeah, they're four at a point, but they shot three. Like, remember. full on, yeah. I think they had one song, I think they spoke about it. Some people less, yeah. but like having like Nigerian Destiny's Child essentially because we don't even have yeah, bands here. Anyway, no, actually, we didn't have wow, that's an interesting point. Like, we don't have any like female groups, groups that I, I can think of. Maybe they have been, but they probably have been, not, but they're like in but our time. not come to the level. Of and touching mainstream, I've not seen. Yeah, not seen. But like, yeah, sure. So I was listening to a lot of that. Like anything that was raining during that period, I was definitely listening to it. My dad used to listen to Fela as well. He used to listen to all these white musicians, so Celine Dion, Phil Collins, all those guys were big hits in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know why Phil Collins has always given me ghost vibes. I should go and ask my parents what happened to me when we listening to Phil Collins, because why does he give me ghost vibes? And then um it's giving guys that have Michael Jackson phobia. <laughs> you know when Michael Jackson died, I was so scared that this man was waiting for me in my room. I was afraid. Oh my god, same. So Mine was like anytime <laughs> I was showering, because like I think like showering is like the time I get more like the most privacy. Cause I, I grew up with like my sister, I'm sitting in the room with my sister, so I never felt alone in my room. But when I was when I'm in the bathroom, most vulnerable, that's what I feel like. Yeah, <laughs> Michael Jackson's ghost is here. My grandpa's ghost is here. Everybody's ghost is going to come and get me. Like and that Michael Jackson one was so weird because, like, what connection does this man have to me? Zero. So why you know? Like, why do I think he? It, it's so irrational, but it's so it makes so much sense at the same time. It makes so if much. Anything, sense. he should be watching over his kids. Do you get if you just passed, bro? Like, do you get like what are you? Muna from Nigeria, Nigeria. like. <laughs> What's his business with me? He doesn't but yes, they listen to all these people and like because of that i think my music taste i really like focus on but like when i said you guys will eventually see as we move on but like a lot of apart from like how like um how like put it now i pay attention to like vocals a lot the instrumentality of songs all that kind of stuff so 
Um, I listen to everything. Like, if I like the beats, if the person can sing, I'm going to listen to that shit. Listen to Fuji music. Today, I was listening to Adewale Ayuba, which is a scary thing for me to be saying. I got, I got, I saw this Fuji song I saw from Odunsi Story. Fuji Garbage. Um, I don't know it, it's, it's like different parts. It's like, rise up and down. What's the name of the artist? New Fuji Garbage. It's actually very... Who's that? It's very punk to be calling your music um Dr. Sikiri Ainde Barista. Oh yeah. Oh wow. He's like yeah. an OG. He's an OG. Yeah, so Fuji Garbage. Like I, I used to listen to that. Because I actually like, yeah, think, like why why is he calling it Fuji Garbage? It also it just sounds like, it's so interesting. A lot of people like relegate Fuji music to like um out music what you play okay. in parks and garages that's so punk and anti like so some people <laughs> some people like are really like elitist when it comes to that shit like they're like yeah they don't understand it they're, like it's just, just right like, isn't this like not to like generalize or like say like mm-hmm. like isn't fuji music the kind of music that plays at all these like owambe yeah but that's not fuji but like that's the thing you're about like music has so many genres that it's like mm-hmm. You have Akpala music, you have Fuji music, you have Juju music. So, so like, it's like, I don't know. So, like, you know the ones I'm talking about, like, somebody's doing, like, all those Fuji musicians or whoever, I don't know what yeah. the genre they're in, but you see, like, I saw this video, like, last week of somebody doing, like, a cover of one of Ashake's songs, one of these Fuji musicians mm-hmm. at, a, at a wedding. Yeah. So, I was just like, yeah, yeah like, I, yeah. I thought this was, like, a staple, you know, one is, like... The you know like the same way like dumb, someone like crazy do you get someone might be our age for example mm-hmm. and be like yeah they don't get pop music like mm-hmm. they don't get it like what do you guys enjoy they Fair. don't enjoy hip-hop for example they're like they don't get it kendrick jaco all those guys yeah get yeah it. so like it's just i don't know for some people it's rouse music that's honestly a personal problem i personally enjoy yeah, that's it. very interesting so yeah but I actually, like the I think... drums. I like the percussion on Fuji music. Mm-hmm. I think that's like obviously the staple elements of the, of like the genre. The genre. But then, yeah, but then yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. and also like the vocals. The vocals are a huge yeah. part of it because like it's exactly by, like, how they like do Islamic... their voice. Yeah, it's inspired by Islamic calls to prayers. So like that's so interesting because they... I can hear that. Yeah. Yeah. So when that's they do like when um it's inspired by wearing music and whereas like. When um, people are calling for prayers during fasting, so also like so Arabic music as well, because Arabic music like the, the like runs that. on the on the what they call it on their songs on their their songs similar mm-hmm. like vibrations or whatever the music tub is to Fuji music. And Ashake also parallels. does that as well. It's insane, and it's also interesting when Rema also started making music. They were like, he sounds Indian. Indian. So there's so many there's so many parallels to draw with music. So we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Get into all that stuff. Yeah, shall. So, yeah. So, um, now what are we enjoying at the moment? I think you already said you're enjoying house music and everything. Yeah. But like something I saw, I won't say I'm enjoying it. It's just something that like I saw that really made me think further is mm-hmm. um this Black Panther premiere that happened in Lagos. <laughs> and I'm just like, what exactly is going on? In the sphere of Nigerian fashion, I feel like Nigerian fashion designers, I would even say fashion designers, the king of fashion, she knows herself. Um, I feel like she dabbles more in costumes than yeah, actual like, costume pieces. design for films. 
she should start doing costume design. They misspelled Charlie Bozeman's name, and that's. Have you seen like the tweets try to like justify it? Like it was like a There's play no or. And they're like, someone's like, you're doing a tribute to somebody. You're trying to do a play that on their past. name. Like, and Fall then it's like, past. it's different. Like, I know like someone like, um, I forgot if this basketballer's name. God help me. Dennis um, Rodman? No, the one that passed. Um, Kobe Bryant. Oh, yeah, wow. like now people would, I'm so sorry, it just escaped <laughs> me. But then um, people would, he obviously has nicknames and people use that. Yeah. But then like, it's different in this case. Like you guys don't know Chad- mm-hmm. Chadwick Boseman like that. He wasn't yeah. in that sense. He wasn't like a sports icon or like mm-hmm. it wasn't just that. So like you like and, like, and when you guys know, and you made up the name. Nobody called him Chadwick Boswick. Chad, so like Chad Boswick. Chad, Chad, Chad Boswick. <laughs> doesn't make sense. It's like saying, "Oh, Kobe Bryant is Kofi. He's not Kofi. His name is Kobe. There is no play it's on so, anything. It's, like it's so to. insulting more than anything. It's not flattering in any way. It's so insulting. Yeah. And, and I think I saw, it, was just, um, it was definitely a mistake that they just didn't pay attention to detail. To two. Yeah. They did. yeah. I, can't, I don't know why I'm just imagining one guy, tired as hell, just printing Charlie Bos- Chad Boswick rather, and being like, like yeah, we're done. I Take. just think of the tailors involved in creating this costume costumes um, costumes or whatever outfits they create for these celebrities and yeah. i just imagine them going back back home after making multiple iterations being insulted because mm-hmm. you know how nigerians just talk down on people that work for them and they just yeah. like go back home and they're like damn today drain me and to make what <laughs> to make what to make to what, make what? To go- to make what you know like sometimes you, you can make stuff that is stressed you but you're like ah, at least the output was like it was beautiful yeah would, ah. so it's, it's honestly just it's so embarrassing it's it's so the, embarrassing. i saw like a picture of lupita yogo and she wore like a custom vivian westwood dress and i was mm-hmm. like someone that is in the film this yeah, premiere like, is you should see the her. picture of all see of what them she like, wore, bro everybody like leticia um ryan kugler like they were just standing for a picture mm-hmm. and they look fucking normal and you see the nigerian um, guests and you're just oh like oh my god you know like they also <laughs> had like the women that were like hailing and doing like with the wakanda outfits and were like doing okay thing the, they were oh like blending in with the with the help like yeah in like a degrading yeah. way but then like it's like are you guys here to help promote the movie as per wakanda forever are you here to like I don't know. It's, so, it's just are you invited weird... to the premiere? Or are you working the premiere? Which one are you? Doing? Yeah, exactly. Are you working the premiere? And I'm just like, I don't know. Abeg. Um, what's it called? Um, I was. It would have been a different case if they wore like Nigerian attire or like mm-hmm. um tried to give like a modern spin to Nigerian attire. But tell me why a particular former BB Niger housemate was dressed. I don't even know what that fit was. Like, was he a rapper? I'm not Sorry. sure what he, he was wearing. The one wearing Chad Boswick. Like, who was that? The former BB Ninja. Is that the dancer? Yeah, Hermes. Honestly, BB Ninja ex housemate. different. I don't even. I don't like to deal with them. I do. I just generally check them. I honestly just like remove my mind from it. I don't follow them on social media. Like. Because the all. fans also can just give me a headache with the things that they say, and it's just like, how are you so dedicated to someone you don't know? Mm-hmm. 
that nigga doesn't know you anyways anyways yeah so that's basically just it i think that the nigerian i don't know i don't i won't say it's i won't put it on the nigerian fashion industry because we have talented Mm -hmm. designers so i think i don't know the process for getting like a custom piece or it doesn't even have to be so complicated you can take something off the runway or something Mm -hmm. something that just makes sense i think we have a lot of talented designers in so i wouldn't even put it i wouldn't generalize it as a nigerian fashion industry issue i think it's a red carpet like conflating theatrics and gimmicks like and just like the red carpet like it doesn't always have to be like that i guess like depending on if it's a costume event you can wear costumes but then like Mm-hmm. like chill out like it's a red carpet like you guys can't dress like normal people and even so it's not even giving the camp you guys think it's giving like it's not giving camp it's, it's giving tacky and it's just it's, it's just a lot it's just a lot i think it's like also a result of like everyone seemingly going to the same person for their pieces yeah like i see some of them now and i know exactly who designed it like i just gotta see i'm not going who to designed it in, who in made that echoes <laughs> who gave us that thing who mm. gave us that just business who gave us I that, know that look and just, that iconic piece like you just came out of the house of the baby ninja house try and empower some of these smaller designers i promise mm-hmm. you they will give you better work. and it makes me so it sad because be we have so much talent here we have so much talent here and we decide to leave it to like the hands of you can't even say a few the hands of one to one make person. these I don't even know, like, oh, like, are you guys or like, is she paying you? Are you paying her? Like, because you don't even make contract, contract, like, bro. <laughs> I don't get it. She holding you guys like hostage. This. Does she have debt to people? Like, what's really going on? If she was saying like she was a costume designer or she was making avant-garde pieces, I was like, okay. But it's the fact that she's like, yeah, she's the queen of designing is or the king of fashion is what now puts me up because she says that she's making such a huge maybe she's making an impact in the fashion industry that we're going to see in a couple of years but at this particular moment <laughs> i don't see it and i don't get yeah, it but i don't i don't, yeah, I don't think so but we'll see i don't see but it, I, but we'll see. I highly doubt we'll see how it all unfolds coming for the next season of real housewives so well, let's see how it plays out anyways yeah <laughs> yeah so thank you guys for listening i think we're gonna call it we're gonna call it a day what, yeah how do we wrap up should we have like a thing how that do we wrap this up? Hmm. you guys should send us you. voice notes of you saying divorce presents divorce presents and let's include you in the show let's include hmm. you guys in the show Hello guys, thank you for listening to today's episode of Devol Presents. We really appreciate the support. Make sure to follow us on our Instagram and TikTok at Devol Presents. You can also check out the magazine's content at Devol Magazine on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter. Once again, we appreciate your support and we would appreciate it if you shared it with a friend. Tell a friend, tell a friend. Thank you.